Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. Hello, I'm Tony Hendra, and this is the Final Edition Radio Hour. We're celebrating the first 93 days of the Orange Things occupation of the White House by ignoring it completely. We've come to the conclusion that despite its omnipresence on the world's satirical screens, it really is so tedious, so third-rate, so repetitious, so banal, so vulgar, so predictable, so nothing, that it's beneath satire. We abhor blunting the elegant épée of satirical wit on this witless bag of offal. Using satire on the orange thing is like using an F-15 to unclog your toilet. But that doesn't mean to say we're letting the parasites, catamites, panderers and lickspittles that surround it off the hook. Good risen God, no. So let's have Adam with the final edition, Radio Hour. Fox News fired Bill O'Reilly after allegations of sexual harassment. The final edition asked the man on the street, what do you think? I'm just so happy they finally fired Bill O'Cosby. I guess the first thought I had is, now what will my dad watch? Do you think if we put him in jail, he'll kill himself? Wait, so he's being replaced by Tucker Carlson? That's asexual harassment. I mean, who's really accusing him? Wendy Walsh? That name, she sounds like ugly. That's an ugly name. I mean, he can find a job somewhere else. He has a lot of hands-on experience. I'm surprised they fired him. I heard he touched a lot of people. Thank God they're going to replace him with a nice liberal young man like Casey Affleck. I mean, I knew he loved Bush, but... Now he'll have more time for his haiku. He always called his boners red states. His balls were the blue states. He likes to call it his white gift. The most surprising thing was the headline that says Bill O'Reilly is out. Hey, Ted, you look down. What's the matter? Plenty. I'm going to lose my job if I don't increase sales by 30%. My house has dry rot. My marriage is falling apart. And my mom needs cataract surgery. And have you tried Jared? Jared? What's that? Oh, not what? Who? Jared Kushner. You can put him in charge of everything you mentioned. Uh, And he would take care of all that stuff? Does he know anything about dry rot? <laughs> Jared helped out at his father's business before his father went to jail. And I think he tried to buy some sports teams or something else. Yeah, I, I mentioned the cataract surgery for my mom, right? 
He's the president's son-in-law. President Trump has put Jared in charge of totally remaking the Veterans Administration, serving as envoy to Mexico, China, and Iraq, solving the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and completely reorganizing the entire federal government. Okay. Uh, what, what has he actually done in terms of accomplishing any of that? Jared wore a bulletproof vest! Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just not getting... It had his name on it! President Trump trusts Jared to do everything and just listen to what other people have to say about Jared. I needed someone to pick up my little girl from daycare, so I put Jared in charge of it. I've spent my life in particle physics trying to develop a synthesis of general relativity and quantum field theory to fully explain the fundamental forces of the universe. Now I've got Jared doing it. Yeah, I uh, needed an inconvenient witness to uh, meet with a little misfortune, if you get my drift. But it, uh, it had to look like an accident. I put Jared on it. Ah! Has he done any of these things? I needed someone to go skiing in Vail. You can bet Jared did it. Am I going insane? This makes no sense! He doesn't do anything! This is crazy! What's wrong with you people? <laughs> oh, dude, dude, relax! Relax! Take, take a deep breath. <sighs> but it, it, it doesn't... Oh, shh, 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 there, there, it's okay. Jared's gotcha. Jared's gonna take care of it. Is he? Really? It's gonna be all right? Oh, of course it will. He's Jared. Thank you, Jared. It can only be Jared. And now the further adventures of... Smash At a Jewish community center in San Antonio, Texas, members of the alt-right are having a hoedown. Come on, boys! Make those swastikas bigger! So it's true what they say. Even the racists are bigger in Texas. Who the fuck are you? It doesn't matter. Why are you defacing this social hall that Jews have set aside for speed dating and boggle tournaments? Because America is a white Christian nation. And their kind is ruining it. Bullshit! Jewish people built this country, providing us in advances in science, philosophy, decent bagels, and all those comic book movies that everyone's getting sick of. So what are you gonna do, boy? Punch us in the face and post that video on social media? Something like that. Oh! 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 God! Why? Oh! Oh my god, what happened here? No need to worry, Rabbi. These Nazis will think twice before terrorizing the Jewish people again. But they're carved up like pastrami at a, at a deli with multiple health code violations. They're not going to be doing anything again. No need to thank me. Away! I wasn't going to thank you. In the real world, this gruesome massacre would empower the right to retaliate in increasingly brutal ways. But within the realm of this politically-themed masturbatory fantasy... Doesn't it make you feel pretty good to hear it happen? The left gets its smug satisfaction, and nothing has changed. Thanks to... Slash Pepper Lewis here for the final edition. The enforcement of new policies limiting immigration and expanding deportation by ICE or Immigration and Customs Enforcement officials, thanks to strong new leadership in the White House, has been terrorizing Hispanic citizens and legal residents. 
Hispanic neighborhoods in major cities have been in a state of panic since Trump was inaugurated and his new attorney general, Jeff Sessions, for one, is deeply concerned. Oh, that is so pepper. As you and all good American people know, I have always been deeply concerned by the daily injustices suffered by people of color. In this case, people colored brown. Really? That will be news to our listeners. Many, many brown-colored people are, believe it or not, American citizens. Others who have played by the rules for legal admission to our homeland possess green-colored cards, which mean they're here legally. But that hasn't stopped them being harassed by ICE officials. In many cases, jailed for very minor so-called crimes, like unpaid parking tickets. An unpaid parking ticket is evidence of a crime, Pepper. There's nothing so called about it. It is both theft and fraud. Theft of the goods of the American people in the form of a desirable parking spot and fraudulent deprival of those same people of the just penalty that must be paid for illegally occupying that spot. That seems like a lot of law for a parking ticket. I don't disagree with you there, Pepper, regardless of your feckless ignorance of said law, for I am a man of mercy. Wow, this is breaking news. I am outraged that people of the color brown who have been duly accepted into our great American homeland, documented aliens and citizens alike, should unfairly have suspicion cast on their status. It is time to restore dignity to them. And how will that happen? So long as big, burly, heavily armed ICE guys indiscriminately harass people of the color brown? Legals, as we call these particularly brown-colored people, should never be confused with illegals just because of the dusky or grimy hue of their skin. That is why I am announcing a new identity system which will end this injustice. America is all ears, Mr. Attorney General. From this day forth, Hispanic immigrants of all ages, regardless of their country of origin, will be invited to wear attractive brown-colored armbands decorated with a cheery yellow sombrero. The sombrero symbolizes what exactly? The rich cultural legacy of their homelands and the contributions they make to ours in the bright sunlight of unfettered economic freedom. It says here I'm supposed to ask you how you will protect against forgery? The sombrero in each brown-colored person's armband will actually be a hologram issued by the U.S. government containing its wearer's name, alien registration number, or vital information. And the symbolism of the armband doesn't disturb you? Not at all. The armband is traditionally the most solemn tribute a person of any color can make to a loved one who has passed. Armbands equal respect. Will wearing them be mandatory? Not at all. It is up to all brown-colored people of color to decide for themselves whether or not to wear them. But it will be assumed by ICE officials police, and concerned citizens with a valid concealed carry permit that anyone not wearing them is undocumented and therefore subject to summary arrest by law enforcement or concerned citizen. From where we sit, this sounds like exchanging one injustice for another. 
Well, that's because you're a myopic member of Rotten to the Core Elite. I prefer to think of these gaily colored accessories as a terrific new fashion statement. Thank you, Attorney General Secessions. <laughs> that's Sessions, Pepper. By the way, is Pepper a female form of Pepe? You do seem kind of dusky in hue. We hope you die soon, sir, and painfully. Finding common ground in their populist struggle against government oppression, the White House and GOP Congress agreed today to move the United States of America to Somalia. At a public signing of the new bill, Commandeering America's Future, held in the shadow of Trump Tower on the shores of Somalia, Republican leaders, many of whom made their pre-politics fortunes through government funding, employment, or support, said that pure free market principles of the government-less country would assure prosperity for all. Betsy DeVos, who serves as both Education Secretary and Education Cautionary Tale. This is the workforce I was trying to create in North America. Desperate labor, no minimum wage, and a workforce that spans from age four to death are among the blessings American business will find in a land free of big brothers meddling. Kellyanne Conway, the president's spokesperson or advisor, I don't know what her job is. In the real utopia of Somalia, there are no fake, snobby, ivory tower bureaucrats telling regular, real people what they can or cannot do with their business or their churches, nor giving them any fake ideas about what to do with their real, dirty, so dirty bodies. Former House leader and indestructible cockroach Newt Gingrich. If you Nimrods knew anything about history, you'd know that Saul Alinsky-style gulags of the Departments of Education, Housing, Health and Human Services, Transportation, and Homeland Security, as well as the EPA, FCC, FDA, OHSA, SEC, and ATF are destroying jobs and leading us to fascist social communism. Not only do these unaccountable, elitist nannies harm hard-working, real Americans, but they create a wasteful alphabet soup of abbreviations counter to our founding father's intent. Presidential advisor Steve Bannon. Oi, the heat! Oh, it's so much down here! But so many black people to kill! Ah, it's heaven! Attorney General Jeff Sessions, EPA Chief Scott Pruitt, and Treasury Secretary Steve Nuchin issued the following joint statement to the American people. We As for pirate attacks, cholera, and debilitating hunger, former Texas governor, presidential candidate, and current head of... Oh, for fuck's sake, really? The Department of Energy? Rick Perry summed up the conservatives' laissez-faire philosophy best. Well, sometimes the invisible hand of the market punches you in the dick. Hell, deal with it. It's 4 a.m. in Los Angeles, early Monday morning, and time once again for the weekly Parade of the Homeless. Sponsored by White Elephant Realtors, your one-stop shop if you're looking for that perfect four, five, or nine-bedroom home. 
I'm Ralph Touchett. And I'm Lori Stevens. We'll be covering the sights and pageantry as the LAPD wakes up the homeless, bursts up their encampments, and marches them from one random part of town to another. And it's going to be a beautiful day for it. Clear skies and a crisp 42 degrees. There are sirens signaling the parade is on its way. And leading the march, as usual, is... uh, Ah, we think her name is Laura. She's a hundred-pound woman somehow pushing five shopping carts. Her core strength must be incredible. She ought to be a personal trainer in Hollywood. Sure, but you can't have mentally ill people working with celebrities. <laughs> that would be unheard of. And coming over the hill is the rest of the shopping cart brigade. Some of those are vintage. Look at that. A Jemco cart. Holy cow, they went out of business 30 years ago. And one of the marchers is reaching into his cart and throwing candy to the kids in the crowd. Is that candy? That's not candy. We want to pause for our sponsors, White Elephant Realtors. This week's hot home, a three-bedroom condemned property in Boyle Heights that was knocked off its foundations by a crash during a fatal drive-by shooting. Only $400,000. I'm not kidding. That was a real deal. Google it. Boyle Heights tragedy, hot home. Back to the parade. We've got a group coming around the corner who used to live in a massive tent city downtown. Was that before or after they lived in a massive tent city under the Interstate 405? Kind of in between. And of course, some of them are handing out their commercial headshots. If you're a casting agent, you might want to come out here to find that perfect homeless type. And here it is, the crowd favorite, the live-in campers and cars that can't park anywhere overnight anymore. Some of them went to the desert for a while, but now winter is over and it's 120 degrees out there. See the guy in the red van with the stickers all over it? You know, he has six Emmys for writing. Wow. Dreams really do come true in Hollywood. Finally, bringing up the rear, members of the Los Angeles Police Department who are unable to look anyone in the eye, not even each other. Deservedly so. We're all ashamed of them for doing this terrible thing that we're all making them do. That's about it for this week. Our sponsor again is White Elephant Realtors. Looking for a modest one-bedroom apartment in Los Angeles? Average rents are a breezy $1,700 a month. White Elephant Realtors, there's something for everyone. Don't look at me. It was this guy. What? That that wasn't me. Yeah, obviously it was because you're the only guy here and everybody knows girls don't fart. All right, whatever. Ew. Ew. Dude. That was not me. Whatever. It definitely wasn't one of us. Ew, disgusting. Okay, I am not the one farting. It's all of you. (laughs) Yeah, right. Trying to pretend girls were farting. That's an impossibility. Okay, then why do you have Pepto-Bismol on your hand? It's for a friend, not me. Yeah. Fine, if you say so. Oh, stop! Okay, that definitely was not me. There were two farts. There is no way I can fart twice at once. You're probably some kind of international fart champion. Yeah, that makes complete sense. King of the farts because it 100% wasn't us. You're wearing a shirt that says fart club member on it. No, that's French. Then what does it mean? It means I am a beautiful flower. Okay, that was clearly coming from the three of you. No! Then why did you make those wincing faces? Because the farts that you were making smell bad over here. Duh. Yeah. Okay, well, obviously it's the three of you who are farting, and frankly, it's getting a little disgusting. What did you eat anyways? Healthy foods? Yeah, something light and good for us. Definitely not a large chorizo burrito with two sides of beans. (laughs) 
Okay, that one was me. But I, unlike you, admitted it. See? No big deal. Look, dude. We are not the ones farting here. Okay? Oh, then how do you explain that? Sorry about that. I was doing some repairs on the roof of the elevator and just farting a whole bunch. See, girls do fart. Yeah. Everybody loves a baby. That's why I'm in love with you. Pretty baby, pretty baby. And I'd like to be your sister, brother, dad, and mother, too. Pretty baby, pretty baby. Won't you come and let me rock you in my cradle of love And we'll cuddle all the time Oh, I want to love and baby and it might as well be you Pretty baby of mine Hi, this is Mike Pence, your vice president Remember me? No? Good I have a word today for the brave men and women of our fighting forces, disabled by massive injuries while winning our glorious victories in Iraq and Afghanistan, and eventually Syria, Iran, North Korea, and Mexico City. Look guys, we know that thanks to amazing advances in rehabilitative medicine and prosthetics, you are now surviving injuries that in our previous glorious victories in the Gulf War and Panama and Grenada would have left you among our glorious dead. Thank God for that. Instead of dying, you're not just surviving your injuries, but living a pretty normal life with every prospect of living for many, many more years. At government expense, on generous disability payments and advanced medical care. And God knows at any other point in our glorious history, we would have said, good luck to you, soldier. You earned it. But there's a problem. The great nation you patriotically swore to defend and protect is broke. The Dark One, he who shall not be named, numero 44, left us destitute, fatherless, addicted to drugs, and probably godless too, but mostly broke. And we patriots of the administration have sworn to defend and protect our great nation. How? By making America great again. How? By flushing our greatest enemy of all, the government, out of its bunker and shooting it like a dog in a ditch. The same criminal government soldier that's pumping all those borrowed dollars. Dollars it doesn't have. Dollars which have to be repaid with other people's hard-earned money into your bank account. So, how do we solve this problem? Well, there's one part of the government we ain't gonna shoot. The military. But our loyal citizens aren't gonna pony up unless they know it's going towards winning a new war. Old wars we already won, they don't want to know about. What I'm trying to say, soldier, in the nicest way I know, America doesn't have the wherewithal to support your massively expensive disabled lifestyle. Not today, not tomorrow, and sure as sugar, not 30, 40, 50, or 70 years down the road. Sorry, but there it is. Tough talk for the toughest of the tough. And honestly, when you look down that road, what kind of life is it gonna be with a few years from now, or even 30, 40, 50, 70 years? with two plastic legs and a face that looks like Hannibal Lecter's doggy bag. How long is your wife gonna be able to take the stress of caring for your kids, holding down a job or two or three, and providing 24-7-365 hospice care for a seriously disabled human being? And when they finally walk out on you, even if your equipment is still intact, well, I needn't go on. 
We in the Trump administration, Hail Hydra, support our troops unconditionally. We just can't support you financially. Isn't it your duty, you, the loyalest patriots of all, to do the right thing? Would you rather sit around sucking suds while the people who are paying your freight are going bankrupt and losing their homes and their loved ones are leaving them and their kids are selling themselves on the street to stay alive because, because they just can't take it anymore? You remember that cute blonde war widow who got all that applause at Trump's State of the Union? That could be your wife if you do the right thing. Quickly, quietly, painlessly, one shot, lock, load, aim, fire, America. Now what do you call that, soldier? Glory? Patriotism? Loving America? Look, you did your part, and we are proud of the sacrifices you made. Now, butt out. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program as there is a high-speed car chase happening right now on Interstate 5. The LAPD attempted to pull over a black Toyota Prius for running a red light. The driver took off on the freeway and has been driving at speeds of up to 90 miles an hour. Usually situations like this come to an end once the driver finally decides to stop or their vehicle runs out of gas. We'll be right back with more coverage as this story develops. The all-new Toyota Prius with better gas mileage than any other vehicle in the market today. Toyota Prius. Let's go places. And we're back as we follow this high-speed car chase. It is now being confirmed that the driver has a 2017 Toyota Prius, so running out of gas seems like it's not an option anymore. So the best bet is that the driver becomes tired and drifts off at the wheel. Then the cops can grab him. We'll be right back with more. The new Toyota Prius has your safety first in mind. With its new self-driving feature, you never have to worry about pulling over when you get tired. Toyota Prius, take everyone by surprise. Okay, well, him getting tired is out the window, so I don't know, maybe he'll just get bored of driving so much? Stay tuned as this story develops even more. You'll never get bored with Toyota's newest promotion. Buy a Prius and get a free Nintendo Switch so you can play Zelda like never before. Toyota Prius, not just for Uber drivers. Ah, are you kidding me? And why are our only sponsors Toyota Prius? Okay, what if he has to go to the bathroom? There's no way he can hold it in for that long. Take that! Nothing wastes time more than having to pull over on those long road trips, which is why every Toyota Prius comes with a built-in P-tube, so you can let things flow as you go. Toyota Prius. Yep, there's an app for that. What? That's not even their tagline. It's apples. How about... Uh, he'll get lonely and- Every Toyota Prius comes standard with an AI best friend. Hello, I'm your car and your best friend. Toyota Prius, how can you not buy one? Okay, okay, sure, but a best friend cannot replace an actual romantic companion. And as we know, California recently passed a law saying it's legal to marry modes of transportation. Toyota Prius, put a ring on it. That cannot be real. Oh, okay, uh, well, he can only drive for so long until he eventually runs out of road, so unless, oh, let me guess. The Toyota, Toyota Prius, Prius can, can also turn, turn into a, a boat. boat. Yeah, okay, so Toyota Priuses have everything. I feel like a fucking idiot for not owning one. And yeah, I just said fucking on the fucking air. Yep, oh, oh, and there it goes, driving into the water. Well, no way the police are catching him now. That's right, newsman. So owner lease a 2017 Toyota Prius today and have the experience of a lifetime. Wait. Have I been in a Prius commercial this entire time? You sure have. Katie Goodman is one of the funniest women you've never heard of, or haven't heard nearly enough of. 
Her songs are beyond the usual LOL superlatives we apply to humour. They are fall on the floor, frothing at the mouth, and then passing out from lack of oxygen. Funny. Listen up. There's never been a time There's never been a time There's never been a time As fucked up as this As fucked up as this I didn't fuck it up They, whoever they are, they fucked it up. Now it's fucked up. I can't unfuck it up. You probably can't unfuck it up. And if we're counting on them to unfuck it up, then we're all fucked. Sing, just turn to the person next to you and ask them nicely, did you fuck it up? Go on, ask them. How about you? Did you fuck it up? Now sit back and look at them and say, because you look like someone who could have fucked it up. Now it's fucked up. pick ourselves up off the floor and create a tone of camaraderie and ask, could you help unfuck it up? And then say, are you really so fucking busy? You can't take one fucking minute to help unfuck it up. Then lose the righteous asshole attitude and take a breath and say, because I'm willing to pick one thing to help unfuck it up. Won't you join me? Oh, that's better. Does that feel better? Yeah, I'm feeling the love. The problem is that you just can't help feeling bitter that it's fucked up to begin with. You just go round and round like this. Okay, back with me now. I didn't fuck it up. Let it out. Come on. You know you feel it. You probably didn't fuck it up. You don't have to believe it. Just go with it for now. But they, that's right, shift the blame. They fucked it up. Now it's fucked up. That's right. Okay. Yeah, you're clapping, but... The problem is deep down inside, you're feeling depressed and hopeless, right? You're just going to change the world. What the hell happened? Okay, I get it. We're going to come together for this one. I need your help. We're gonna fill this room up with love and inspiration and it won't last past the time you leave here tonight, but everybody on this side, let's all unfuck it up. Okay, real loud and proud, let's all unfuck it up. 
fuck it up. Now you gotta keep going without me when I leave you. Here we go. Let's all unfuck it up. Doesn't that feel good? Keep it rolling. Now over here, we have a special part. It's a little repetitive, but it's fucked, 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 it's fucked. Can you do that? It's fucked, it's fucked. Commit already. I wanna be an unfucker. I wanna be an unfucker. That's right. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. Oh yeah, really loud. One more time with all your heart now. Okay, that was all. 
over the line. I've lost you. These are the things that I just can't fucking remember. No, these are the things that I just can't fucking recall. And I, and I, and I. Ladies and gentlemen, for the past 15 years, broad comedy has brought up some pretty touchy subjects. Things we'd all just rather turn away from, go on about our day. Well, shit's about to get real in here again. We got something we need to discuss. You can't spend your life living in silence, pretending. But you gotta admit, breasts have their upside, they're a lot of fun, and you know it's true, in the right position when they're working for you. Needless to say, you never feel as hot when your lover's grooving on what you got. Unclasping the bra, it's a stuff of legend, but it can end up more awkward than you'd imagine. You lie in your back and suddenly they're out of sight. You got one to your left and one to your right. It's hard to relax when you're laying like that. God
We think that getting weekly email updates about your pregnancy that compare the size of your fetus to various fruits and vegetables is pretty weird. So we've gone a different route, and it's delectable. Here are some excerpts from our new email newsletter for expecting families. Your pregnancy week by week, meat lovers edition. Week six, your baby is as big as a crumb of taco beef. What a delicious miracle! Even though your baby is only about a quarter of an inch long, she's already working on some of her most important features. Eyes and ears, a circulatory system, and a tiny beating heart. But she is still tiny enough that she could fall out of the back of your taco. <laughs> At 10 weeks, your baby is the size of a cocktail wiener and rapidly developing its vital organs, along with tiny details like fingernails and a fine fuzz of hair. As badly as you want to wrap him in a warm, flaky pastry blanket and take him home, there are still about 30 weeks left until you're welcoming into the world. Week 12. Your baby is as big as a meatball. At half an ounce and two inches long, your bundle of joy is now the size of a scrumptious meatball. Not as big as one of your Italian grandmother's meatballs, but more like a chain restaurant meatball. This week, your baby has finished developing its kidneys and urinary tract and now urinates into the amniotic sac. But we're not going to think about that because that's disgusting and inappropriate. Week 16. Your baby is as big as a respectably sized shrimp. In just a week, your baby has gone from being the size of a crappy shrimp that you get at a Chinese buffet stir-fry to the size of a really nice, respectable two-bite shrimp. We're talking about the kind of shrimp you get at a shrimp cocktail at a nice wedding. The kind that looks like a, a witch's finger. Sadly, we've spent so much time talking about shrimp this week that we'll have to skip the details about your baby's development until next time. Week 21. Your baby is as big as a rib-eye steak. Finally, your unborn baby is big enough to fully satisfy you at a meal if he were a meat product. At 21 weeks, your baby is growing steadily and weighs as much as a tender, filling 12-ounce ribeye steak, give or take some grizzle. Your baby can also now kick and elbow you. Is it a coincidence that it feels like indigestion? Week 27. Your baby is as big as a damn lobster. 27 weeks into your pregnancy, your bundle of joy is the size of a two-pound lobster, exoskeleton and all. Your baby can now open and close her eyes, sleep, and even think just like a damn lobster. Also like a damn lobster, your baby is now viable in the real world. If we do not steam it, dip it in the melted butter, and eat it while wearing a bib depicting a baby. Week 35. Your baby is as big as a honey-baked ham. We could also say that your baby is now the size of a small watermelon, but that would be a bit strange and puzzling, wouldn't it? Week 40. Your baby is as big as a turkey. Get out the carving knife and invite your friends and family. You've made it to 40 weeks and your baby is the size of a juicy, mmm, golden brown turkey. After nine months of growth, your baby is absolutely ready for this world. From his strong, meaty legs to his crispy, crispy wings. 
we say wings. Never mind about the wings. Meanwhile, at your local library. Library science. Pardon me, are you the librarian? I am no mere librarian. I am Dr. Bookenstein, library scientist. How may I help you? I was looking for Sibley's Guide to Birds, and I found it, but it's trapped in this jar of glowing blue fluid. Ha! You found one of my early experiments in library science. Beautiful, isn't it? How is someone supposed to read it? Read it and get their disgusting volatile oils all over the pages. Master, I found this woman talking on a cell phone. Igor, sew her lips shut. With pleasure, Master. <laughs> okay, I've seen enough. I'm an inspector of the American Library Association, and I'm here to shut you down. Shut me down? This library is in perfect order. Perfect order? It's a madhouse. There's a pile of books on the floor. That is my greatest contribution to library science. (laughs) A book that puts itself on the shelf. A monster made out of books? You're insane, Dr. Bookenstein. Insane? I'm the greatest library scientist since Bavarian librarian Martin Schrettinger coined the term in his 1808 work, Versuch eines vollständigen Lehrbuchs der Bibliothekwissenschaft oder Anleitung zur vollkommenen Geschäftsführung eines Bibliotheks in wissenschaftlicher Form abgefasst. Would an insane person build a giant monster out of books? Yes, that's exactly what an insane person would do. Why have I been cursed to have no library section? My hands are romance novels and my legs are reference Be calmed, my child, for you fit in every section of the library. It must be destroyed. No! My creation! No! My creator! You shot Dr. Bookenstein! Oh, my God. You say he was insane, but what is insane about books unsullied by hands? What is insane about wanting a quiet library and sorry the lips shut of anyone who talks on the Sorry, I reacted out of ignorance. As a library inspector, I shouldn't even have a gun. He truly was the greatest of all who study library science. Library science. Library science. Oh, it happens when we say library science. Okay, uh, let's get this session started. Um, Max, Alyssa, I know it can be tough to come to relationship counseling, but that just means you care enough to try to fix it. So, uh, well, Alyssa, why don't you speak first? Thank you. Um, I feel awkward being here, but it feels like things aren't the way that they used to be between Max and me. How so? Well, like... I feel like we're always on a different page and that we don't really understand each other well. So you're saying maybe the communication is off. Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, I'll tell Max that I love him, but he won't say it back to me. He'll just say something else completely. 
Well, if I may, in my professional opinion, and I've been doing this a long time, you lack proper communication because you married a dolphin. You see, I can't understand anything he's saying. Well, yes, you're a human and have a very different form of communication through letters and sounds that make words and sentences, while Max is a dolphin. It's just that we got along so well when we first met. I signed up to swim with dolphins on a business trip to Aruba, and Max, beautiful Max, he was so popular there. Everyone was taking pictures of him and waiting in line to see him. I was so starstruck. Yes, that's because he's a dolphin. When I first laid eyes on him during our 30-minute swim, I was entranced. I've never met someone so playful or as smart as Max before. Again, that's because he's a dolphin. (sighs) I just don't know what to do. Max, do you still have feelings for me? See, I have no idea what that means. Well, I can see that you really care. So what I'm going to prescribe you is this. It's a dolphin whistle. And with enough time and hand gestures, I think you and Max can have a fairly healthy, yet incredibly weird relationship. Wow, thank you. Yes, I will try anything to make this work. Now, I'd like to ask a maybe more personal question. How do you two have sex? (laughs) He forces his dolphin dong on me whenever he feels like it. Dolphins are rapists, you know. Just like all my heterosexual relationships. My Hawaiian song of love, play to me the stars above. I still have a memory of somebody near, somebody near, not a plated melody. And now, a porno starring William Henry Harrison, the shortest serving president of the United States. I'm going to murder your vagina like it's a thousand engines. Oh yeah, you're tipping my canoe. And Tyler too. Baby, you're so wet you're making me sick. (laughs) I'm dead tired. Tyler, how about you take over? And Tyler too. I know I didn't last long. But I can guarantee you, it was so short, you'll never forget. And that was a porno starring ninth president of the United States, William Henry Harrison. Hey, 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 let's give a man-made CO2-laden warmer and warmer welcome to our first performer. Introducing the side-splitting, inoffensive comedy from the king of the one-liners, Hannah Youngperson. Good evening. How is everybody doing tonight? Take my life partner, please. That is, of course, uh, only if you approve of such action. Uh, if not, I hope you understand. I don't mean to trigger you in any way. This is intended as a non-confrontational humorous suggestion and not a command or order for you to do anything that would make you feel uncomfortable or act against your own will or other such variable action. And uh, and rest assured, uh, n- no insult, uh, either personal or general, is implied or intended. Okay, well, let's get a vodka. Can we get two vodkas, please? Thank you. Uh, thank you. You're, you're too yeah. kind. Thank you. Hey, uh, speaking of partners, uh, my life partner said 
I want to go somewhere I've never been before. I said, why don't you try the kitchen? Uh, 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 that, that is, of course, only if you approve of that household location. If not, please understand again, I see the kitchen as a safe space with no triggering intended. Uh, I use kitchen as a geophysical area of nourishment and shared communication. Uh, I don't mean to command you to do anything against your will, and no gender-based food preparation activity is suggested, requested, or implied. Perhaps you would enjoy occupying a conflict-free, neutral area in a previously unexplored, non-linear domestic space of your choosing within the domicile. Hey, I love this crowd. <laughs> but not love in the sense you might think I mean. Uh, anyway, here's a good one. Three multicultural people of different religious views jump out of the plane. They each pray to their respective gods. They all die instantly upon impact with the ground. Sorry, I'm bombing. Uh, damn, I can't believe I just used the B word. Uh, I, I apologize again. I meant it in the metaphoric sense. I would never advocate the use of military explosives. And I'm sorry for just saying military. I, I didn't mean to for that to trigger anyone. In fact, I'm sorry for just using the T word. I'm, I'm such a loser. Or, or I should say, lose him. <laughs> this was a big mistake. Uh, or more correctly, uh, Mr. Take. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wasted your time and money, and I'm a greedy, abusive, cisgender, bigoted, Cro-Magnon racist, and I'm not going to let myself get away with this shit. Uh, I, I know where I live. I, I know where my kids go to school, and they're going to pay. Uh, I, I, I um, uh, will now proceed to um, verbally and physically flagellate myself in every way possible until I collapse in a weeping, uh, blubbering, tragic mess on the stage, uh, which is, of course, uh, what I am. I'm only digging myself uh, deeper. deeper. Um, I uh, uh, hate, I love, I do not hate uh, Trump's, Trump hates love. I Trump, Trump, I Trump hate. I love Trump hate. Help. Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition Radio Hour are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jim Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Keith Saltahanes, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Megan Gallagher, Samantha Gerwitz, Sean Ari Lehair, Dan Frick, Jeff Chrysler, James Mount, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Ebby Parker, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rachel Rauch, Andrew Danish, Anne Tuchel, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, and Leslie Shapira. The writers of the final edition, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Melinda Hughes, Jeremy Rayburn, Steve Rosenfield, and Peter Kleinman. The final edition is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The final edition radio hour is the property of the final edition LLC copyright 2014.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.